This is Hope and Health with Doctors Michelle and Mark Sherwood. Insights and interviews with a dose of straight talk to help you enjoy optimal health in all areas of life. Well, hi, everyone. Again, welcome to another Hope and Health edition. And uh, I got a special guest today. I can't wait. I met him by phone a while back and uh, we connected immediately. And this is none other than the, uh, let's call him legendary and soon to be more legendary, Billy Falcon. Mm -hmm. Billy, thanks for joining us, man. I appreciate you. Oh, my pleasure, Mark. Thank you for having me. Hi, folks. Well, man, we talked a while back. Uh, briefly, um, I was drawn to your music. Um, briefly, and tell people like um, who you write songs for, how how that works, and then and I want people to hear your um, your faith story real quick. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, well, I, I I've spent my life writing songs. I started writing songs when I was twelve years old or eleven years old. I saw the Beatles and I decided, yes, I'm not going to be a baseball player. I'm going to do that. Girls scream for those guys. That's what I want to do. That's how it happened. <laughs> um, very romantic, very. But uh, I've been doing this forever. And uh, at some point, I started making records. And unbeknownst to me, bon, John Bon Jovi became a huge fan of those records I made. Uh, and uh, after three of those records with different stories, <laughs> different, uh, different uh Almost, almost, uh, almost famous stories. It kept happening where it looked like the ball was going over the fence and something odd would happen. Um, I wound up needing a throat operation. I was a mess. And I, uh, there was this woman that kept hanging around me, a beautiful girl who I was pretty much torturing because I was a jerk. And, uh, <laughs> and I somehow, I guess I got so bored because I needed this. I got a throat operation. I couldn't speak for, for like three months. I couldn't sing for six months. And, Everything, everything in my life just went away. Every record contract, all the pub, everything went away. I was here. I was like 20 something years old and washed up, feeling extremely washed up, feeling like what just happened? Because I was kind of the boy uh, in the pink bubble with the rose colored glasses on. Nothing ever went wrong. Nothing ever went wrong. And my biggest problem was I wasn't yet a rock star at 22 years old. So here I am like 25 or something. And and it all it all just went away. It all I, I got so close to everything I thought I wanted. I got so close to what I thought was the gift, using the gift God gave me. And the reason I was, I, again, at that point, I was using it for my purpose. My purpose was to get rich and famous and chase girls. That was, that was my <laughs> purpose. Uh, less the rich and famous, more about the chasing girls because I was stupid also. And, uh, I, at some point after all that went away, I'm, I'm living in New York in an apartment this beautiful girl is paying for because I had nothing. The record company went away and with them went all the rented, the rented life that I had through them. Uh, that's all they did was rent stuff for us. So you end up with nothing at the end of six, seven years in a contract and having spent the ridiculous amount of money on nothing. Um, and she rented this place. I stayed in it and she would visit me there. And I, she was trying to get me to marry. I was never going to get married. And, and then this happened in my throat. I couldn't sing. I couldn't talk. And I'm in Manhattan and someone calls and says they're going to a Bible meeting. And I go, you know what? I'll do anything. I don't care. I believed in Jesus. I was brought up Roman Catholic and, uh, quickly got away from that because I, I didn't buy it. And, uh, 
And I went to this meeting, and at this meeting, they were talking about raising the dead and doing all this wild stuff. And I went, this is crazy. These people are crazy. But I, I, I liked it. I thought it, it looked more like a rock concert. This is a long time ago. It looked more like a rock concert than a church. And that I understood. And at the end of the thing, this guy made a beeline for me. The preacher made a beeline for me because I was almost famous. People kind of knew who I was. And he was also a musician. He made a beeline right to me, and he says, hey, I, you're doing, I love your records. You're doing really good. And and I looked at him and said, dude, I ain't doing good. I'm, a, I'm, I'm over. I'm done. I'm like 26, and I am done. Uh, and he goes, really? He says, uh, why do you think that is? I said, well, every time something good looks like it's about to explode, something happens, and it just steals it. And he says, why do you think that is? And I said, I think God's punishing me. Mm. And he said, God, don't punish and when he said, God, don't punish, I said, what? I leaned in a little closer. Uh, and he said, there is someone that does punish. And at that point, I really wanted to know why my life was going sideways and what I was doing to allow that to happen. And uh, a few months later, I got born again. I spoke in tongues. And uh, and then oh, <laughs> I wound up teaching the Bible in Manhattan on my in a little studio apartment. We had a baby. It's me and my wife on a little oh. bed teaching. That was my pulpit was a, a queen size bed in this one room apartment. Baby and oh. wife on the bed, people on the floor, you know, eight, nine people coming into my house. And I taught the Bible. The little bit of it I knew I taught and we sang and we prayed and I wrote songs. And I was out of the music business in my mind. And it was life was really beautiful. It was great. And, and then... uh we got out of there because we didn't have enough room. We were all sleeping in one bed till my baby was like four. <laughs> and, uh, we got we got out of there, got a nice little place in New Jersey right over the bridge so I could get into Manhattan to try and do business, which I had no more music business. And, and then my wife got breast cancer, and in, in three years she was gone. Um, mm. Again, devastated. Uh, God didn't do it. You know, I didn't blame him, but I didn't know who I was anymore. I didn't know anything anymore. I was, uh, so I had to take care of this kid. That was the only reason I think I survived. I had a great family, but at some point everybody goes home and it was me and a baby, a four-year-old, five-year-old. I think she was three, four. I don't even know how old she was, like four. Uh, treasure to me, but also it was this terribly melancholy movie I never wanted to be in. You know, I never expected to be in. And, uh, within two or three years of that, God, did such miracles in my life um, that I didn't recognize my life. He uh, Suddenly I was back in the music business. John Bon Jovi was like my best friend. Uh, he loved my music. He said they were the best things he'd ever heard, these songs I'd written in the wake of losing my wife. Uh, it was like when I lost my wife. I was an okay songwriter. I mean, obviously I got record deals when I was 19, so I, I had a gift to do, to write songs. But when she passed away, it was like God took what initially he gave me, the gift he gave me, and he dipped it in a, a deeper, richer color. And uh, the songs I, I was writing then, when people heard them, they would weep, they would cry, or they would laugh. And I would get messages. People would come to me and say, we stayed married because of that song. Oh, my child spoke for the first time. Uh, a lady came to me and said her child spoke. He had been traumatized. He saw his mother murdered in front of him um, in the kitchen of his house, and he hadn't spoken for a year. And they played him a song, and he spoke. And I'm going, not me, <laughs> not me, him, not me. Uh, and I always I always would point it off as, uh, that's not me. That's obviously, it's God doing that. But uh, I never got too caught up in any of that. But uh, it's only now, like God told me about six, seven months ago, um, as this whole thing was starting, I'm on the phone with somebody. He's kind of telling me about my uh, 
YouTube channel because I don't know what I'm doing and, and I'm starting this channel and never surrender that one song is like yeah. blowing up on, on YouTube and yeah, the Patriot Movement and I'm learning all the, I, I know again I've been in the thing but I haven't been taking part in anything I just just uh, watching what's going on in the world and scratching my head and praying that something was going to change and I didn't know what part I was to play in anything. And here I am with Never Surrender. And I'm on the phone with this guy who's been doing this these uh, pod, podcasts forever. And he's telling me what I need to do. And as he's speaking to me, I, uh, God says, uh, you know, how it's the only time I could think two things at once is when God's talking. And uh, <laughs> I'm listening to this guy. And God says, I gave you a sword. And I'm, I'm going like, okay, I'm listening to this guy who's giving me information. And God says, I gave you a sword. And 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 then he says, and you know how God gives you a word, and then it just kind of like starts to expand. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like, I gave you a sword. I gave it to you when you were a child, and you've had it your whole life. And I've been sharpening it, and I've been sharpening it. And and he said, uh, you thought I gave you that sword for your your purpose, for what you wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's only now that you're going to get to use it. For my purpose. And that's when he said, and how do you sharpen a sword? And then I realized you sharpen a sword by taking it, taking stuff away. And for all those years in between five, six years ago and losing my wife, God was taking stuff away because I, 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 I had gone away. He was just stripping stuff away. What he needed out of my life just left my life. I didn't have to do anything. It was the mm-hmm. things that I didn't like about my life, the things I would do that I didn't want anybody to know I was doing. Those things disappeared. Like overnight, they disappeared. He took it all away. And, uh, and, and, he's, and, he, and he said, and it's not only for you that I'm telling you this, it's for everybody you tell this too, because everybody, I have a purpose in every person on the earth. Every person was born with a God-designed purpose. And the sad thing is so many folks are going to go to the grave never realizing their place in the body of Christ. And and that's where the fun is. That's where the thrill to me is. That's, that's uh, I'm having more fun now than when I used to sing in stadiums. I mean, this is, uh, it's kind of odd. I'm sitting in my living room. Hmm. Billy, I'll tell you, man, that was I appreciate it. Mark, I'm sorry. No, it was beautiful. I appreciate you sharing that. Um, I was drawn to that story because you you are a man who overcomes. Sometimes you got to hit the bottom before you know what up looks like. And I see um, prophetically, without question, that your chapter is just now being written. And you've got the pen in your hand, and just now you're equipped, and you're ready to begin to write that thing. So... I'm honored to be a part of this uh, journey with you. I'm honored to be your friend and I'm honored to introduce you to all of our friends and family and community all around the world. So, um, man, you got your guitar there, right? I do. Always and do. So <laughs> would you be so kind right now to bless us with that song that blessed me so much in our race to get back our Republic. And as I've ran this race uh, for governor of Oklahoma, all the thousands of people that got behind us, this song, I want you to know is something that has inspired me. It's kept me going. It's kept me um, going every day when I was alone, just wanted to quit. Um, mm-hmm. I appreciate you. So would you bless us with that song right now? Absolutely. Absolutely. I wrote this, uh, I think, I think it was right before 4th of July. Um, I think it was last year. Right before 4th of July, when the guy who's now uh, hanging around the White House whispering, doing weird stuff, uh, told me, 
on the TV, he told me that I could have a barbecue and how many people I could have in my yard. And I try not to curse. I come from New York and cursing is kind of like a second language. Uh, <laughs> so I've really tried to clean up my language. But I looked at that TV screen and I went, you can imagine what I said. And the, it ended with, how dare you tell me who I could have in my house or when, how many people I could have in my house. I, and I woke up the next morning, I wrote this song. Thank you, Joe. <laughs> Here we go. It's the only thing I thank him for. Alive and well, I'm wide awake. Won't take your brand, I'm not your slave. You serve your God, Lord of the flies. I pity you and you meet mine. Lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes. Your bloody mouth unsatisfied. God sees the trap you set for me. He'll not be mocked, I will be free. We will not bend. We will not break. How dare you touch what God gave? We'll never give in, never give up, never back down, never surrender, never surrender. Your fear will not make me behave. I won't march in your masked parade. Your hollow threats won't shut me up. I won't bow down, enough's enough. You'll say you'll give us what we need, as if you own the air we breathe. Stand up 100 million strong, thought we'd lie down. Well, you thought wrong. We will not bend. We not break how dare you touch what god gave we'll never give in never give up never back down we'll never give in never give up never back down we'll never give in never give up never back down never surrender never surrender valley of the shadow of death just keep going keep on going jesus with me every step just keep going keep on going i walk through the valley of the shadow of death just keep going keep on going jesus closer than my breath just keep going keep on going we will not bend we break how dare you touch what god gave we'll never give in never give up never back down we'll never give in never give up never back down we'll never give in never give up never back down never surrender never surrender Never give in, never give up, never back down, never surrender. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, just keep going, keep on going. Jesus with me every step, just keep going, keep on going. I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, just keep going, keep on going. Jesus closer than my breath. Just keep going, keep on going. <laughs> Someone's ringing my doorbell and there's no one home. <laughs> wow, that is like uh, so anointed. 
You're so gifted, man. That's just like bravo. Just love that. Thank you, Mark. Thank you. It's really, that was singing um, it. great. Now you're you're gonna be in. Uh, you're coming to see us in Tulsa on June 11th. Tulsa time, yes. Absolutely. I know, right? So uh, you have a whole bunch of songs, and I've got them now. And I listen to those things many, many times while I'm working out in the morning. So there you go. There you go. Thank you. So yeah, um, we're having fun. The record just. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, the record. So talk about where people get a hold of your music, Billy. The record we just put out, uh, it's like a few, three or four days ago, I guess. And it's on uh, at BillyFalcon.com. Simple enough. And uh, what it is is people, if they order it today, they get what I sent you, the digital download of 14 songs. Yep. And then if the CD will come end of May and there's 20 songs on that. So it's a big record. <laughs> That's a it's huge a record. record. <laughs> yeah. So be fun. We're so BillyFalcon.com. Mm-hmm. Dude, I am um, completely overwhelmed that we're developing our relationship and having a good time with it, and I'm just honored to be a part of your life. Well, thank you, Mark. Me too. I'm so glad we have. I thank Panama Jill because that was very sweet of her, and uh, she's. I know she's been trying to connect me with folks, and uh, yeah, that's uh, amazing. Thank you so much. Take yeah, Panama time. Jill is a lady I met at a, at a conference, and she comes up to me not knowing who I am, right? And she walks right up to me, and she said, I don't know who you are, but you need to connect with this guy, just like that. So wow. um, just shocked. Well, and and who knew that I had been listening to your work for a, for wow. a while, ever since that song came out, Never Surrender, the one you just blessed us with. And um, God works in unique, amazing ways. And Billy, I got to tell you, man, I'm just, I'm really believing that over the next uh, six to 12 months, that record of yours is going to go um, all over this world. It's going to bless so many people and God's going to continue to use you in an amazing way. And I'm excited to meet you in person in Tulsa on June 11th at six o'clock at the Renaissance right here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I'm pumped about that. Yeah, me too. Me too. This will be the first time I'm, I'm going to get on a plane. I haven't been on a plane since I, I took one trip because of this thing. I didn't. Yeah, I don't. I've been driving everywhere. I go to see my family in Florida. It's like a nightmare. I have to drive. <laughs> well, it's, and, uh, it's good. I think uh, I'm yeah, excited so about I it. Get on a plane and not wear a mask. Praise God, because I don't. I, you can't. I didn't wear one. Don't, I ain't, ain't going to wear one. No way. I don't need that anyway. It didn't do any good. And we all know that. Yeah. 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 Billy, um, amazing. As we wind up here in our last minute or two, um, just um, whatever's on your heart now, I give you the floor. Give the people the encouragement that's in the heart of Billy Falcon what they need to hear right now. I think my, my to me, the uh, what I see. Um, on my channel, I, I do a YouTube channel, so I'm on there live probably eight hours a week. I do Sunday night, uh, Tuesday night, and Thursday night. And what I've seen uh, in this beautiful Jesus First, what I call it the Jesus First Patriot Movement, is people are hurting. Uh, they're hurting mentally, physically. They're hurting spiritually. They've been lied to by everybody, including their pastors and, and the people. Not all pastors, don't get me wrong, but there's so much, uh, there's been so much 
misinformation and people a lot of folks think it's just on the news and it's just the government but man if i'm the devil i'm in the pulpit and and i think he's done such an an amazing job of confusing everything and people wind up broken and blaming god for stuff that god has nothing to do with and if you're making god the author of your pain then who do you go to to heal your pain um and of course, the enemy's standing there with a handful of stuff to give you and say, hey, take, he brought the pain and here's the cure. Mm-hmm. And what I'm doing on my channel is, is, is I'm just screaming on a soapbox uh, about the presence of God. I think the most important thing a person can do is spend time with him, spend time with the Savior, spend time with the Father alone quiet in the secret place. That's how Psalm 91 begins, right? Mm-hmm. He who abides under the shadow of uh, you know the you know the rest of it. Yes, sir. Um, that's where I live. That's where God has done heart surgery on me in the secret place every morning, just spending time. Whether it's fifteen minutes or two hours, I do both, uh, depending on what's going on that day. And I swear, He's changed my life. He's changed my family. He's changed the health of people that have no idea what I'm doing. He's changed the walk of my family. Went from being lukewarm Roman Catholics to being Jesus freaks. And I didn't have to say much. And and it, I didn't have to, I mean, I've been saying it for a long time. It's like, Billy's crazy. Billy's crazy. Billy's crazy. Um, but they all, they all came around. I got a huge family. There's so many kids in my, with five brothers and sisters, but there's like 30 grandchildren my folks had. And so it's, uh, the answer is Jesus, and that's it. That's what I say. I mean, it's always what's on my heart, and, and um, we are ambassadors for Christ. If we're ambassadors, that means God has given us what we need, all things pertaining to life and godliness, to serve him and yeah. serve the world we walk through. And we serve him by loving him. Um, to me, that's worship. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, that's that's where I live right now. That's I'm doing my best every day. I say, show me, show me a better way to do it. And I got all these bells going off here. <laughs> I don't know why everything's ringing today. It's not. There you it's go. All good. You're in a scam likely call. Normally they scam likely. But yeah, that's that's. Uh, uh, yeah, I think it's so easy for folks to get their eyes on what's going on in in politics, in the government, in our world, and it's really easy. It's a, and if you get caught up in there. Uh, I hear people all the time. I'm tired of waiting. Uh, it's killing me to wait. People getting depressed, people uh, tormented by dates going by. And I go and they're, t- I can't wait anymore. I go, what are you waiting for? All I'm waiting for is him, Jesus, to come in the clouds. The only thing worth waiting for. I don't know what's going to happen in the world. I believe we're going to get another shot at freedom. I believe, I believe we're not doing all this for nothing. I think God wants us to have another shot at being the country we were supposed to be in the beginning. Not 20 years ago, it's a long time ago. Um, we don't want America from 20 years ago. We want what the, the, the founders intended when they wrote those documents, those beautiful documents that were based on the word of God. Um, yeah. But I tell folks, what are you waiting for? Wait on him. That's a wait on him. And waiting on him will not drag you down. Uh, he came that we may have, might have life and have it more than abundantly. Life, not cars, houses, and, you know, and some of that's fine. That's fine. But you know what I'm saying? It's life. Life. The moment we live in can be absolutely beautiful, even if all hell is breaking loose around us. And that's my experience. And life hasn't been easy the last so many years. There's been challenges that would have melted me, hadn't it been for the fact that I will not shake when the world shakes. And it's not because I'm a tough guy. 
uh, I'm just not under the sway of the wicked. I refuse to live under the sway of the wicked, Amen. where the whole world is, you know, either you're going to live under the sway of the Lord Jesus Christ, and he ain't going to control anything. He's just going to, he's going to just give you a little shove here and there mm-hmm. and send you an angel here and there. But uh, I, I just refuse to shake as the world shakes. And it's been an amazing time. And I hate that people are in pain. Um, yeah. I hate it. I'm not making light of what's going on. But uh, I just refuse to uh, allow that stuff to move me away from uh, what I believe. In my eyes, I try to stay locked on Jesus. You know, keep your eyes on Jesus is what I tell folks. Just lock on him. We look at all this stuff and it's entertaining. It's intriguing. What's going to happen next? Oh, the deep state, the this, the that. Great. But the the Red Sea is going to part when he parts it. You know? Yes, sir. That's where I said what I, I guess that's what's on my heart. There's a whole lot on my heart. I love that. And um, I'm looking forward to uh, seeing you personally in Tulsa on June 11th. Uh, It's coming up here just folks very soon. We'll uh, make sure that you get to come out and meet Billy and uh, bless him and get blessed by his wonderful anointed music. God uses these things to bring healing in your lives. And we need the Lord. We need peace. We need assurance. We need hope. All of our hope, all of our peace, all of our assurance, and all of our healing is through that one man, Jesus Christ. So we appreciate you, Billy. Thanks for being with us today. And uh, Thank you, Mark. BillyFalcon.com. We'll post that and the YouTube channel right below. We'll look forward to seeing you next time. Great. Yeah, jo- join us live Sunday, Monday, or Tuesday. And if you hit the bell, you'll know when. It's usually 7 o'clock in the evening. Um, Man, look forward Sunday, to it. Tuesday, Thursday, that's what it is. All right. God bless you, Mark. God Thank bless you, you, man. See you along the way. See you later. See you in Tulsa. For sure. Doctors Mark and Michelle Sherwood and their clinic can help you find the hope and health you were created to enjoy. Go to Sherwood.tv for clear, proven ways you can be healthier. Subscribe at Sherwood.tv.